Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. It's kind of dangerous. I, I'm I'm on the board for the first time, and I can't tell you when, in the studios of the Buzz Radio Network. So I just turned on all the buttons. I figured if I turned all the buttons on, surely one of them would be you. So it was, it was great to hear your voice. <laughs> well, it's good to be on. Hopefully I don't get uh, dropped like I did yesterday, slash Rick hurt my feelings or something. <laughs> Boy, that was brutal. I, I won't hurt your feelings today. Hey, uh Boy, the tight ends coach hit the ground running, didn't he? Yeah, glad we were able to talk about that a little bit yesterday, huh? I mean, yeah. uh, brought him up. Uh, Timing's everything. Yesterday. Timing's everything. Yeah, I've been. I started hearing about him uh, yesterday afternoon, and that he was uh, definitely somebody to watch. And uh, it just became more and more, more and more clear, and got some confirmation on it. We were able to to put that story out there, uh, and then of course it became official today. He'll make three twenty-five. Uh, in the contract that runs through 2024, also got Ben Souders' contract information. He, he'll make 400,000 this coming year, and then next year we'll make uh, 450. So uh, in 2024, make 450. So uh, that's uh, a little bit higher for him than what uh, what Jamil Walker made initially. Uh, but he has Jamil to do interviews. Making- that, that's why that's why he makes more money. He has to do interviews. Exactly, exactly. You get paid for those interviews, uh, but he'll make 450 uh, the next year. Um, and Souders 325 is actually a, a bit lower than what Dow Loggins made. So um, nice pickup. I don't see anybody that uh, can really pick that one apart. The guys coach several players who are in the NFL. He just completed his tenth year at Stanford. Uh, and has had a really solid career, so a nice pickup there. He's got his work cut out for him. He's visited, I believe, a couple of guys today at tight end. Going to visit one more tomorrow out of the three tight end commitments. And, I mean, that's certainly stuff to watch. I'll, you know, Dow Loggins was a heck of a recruiter for Arkansas. And, you know, you know that Nick Saban went in to see Luke Haz last week. So that's something to watch. Uh, there's been some talk of Shamar Easter maybe taking a visit to South Carolina, maybe even Clemson. Um, you know, Micah Tease is supposed to take a visit to Texas A&M. Um, you know, the good news, it's not a – Malachi Singleton's not a one of Loggins' recruits, but there's been just – there's so much chatter we hear from the UCF side because he does have family connection to UCF, and they've been working, working. And we keep saying Malachi Singleton's going to visit and then find out he's not. So the latest is that he's not going to visit UCF like it was, was – um, laid out there too so uh, and then uh, I guess the other one I guess we're watching is Stephen Johnson who picked up an Arkansas off or she an Auburn offer recently he's from Georgia so that's definitely one to to watch just for proximity even though Arkansas has been on him uh, much longer than Auburn has so, but Auburn obviously has had a coaching change so those are the probably the recruits to keep an eye on right now wouldn't you think though that if you're the three tight ends, and yeah, you might have liked Dal Loggins, and he was an offensive coordinator in the NFL, you're now you're talking. A guy comes in your living room and says, "I've got more tight ends in the NFL than any school in the country." Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't that be a positive for Arkansas to maybe win at least a couple of these guys back again, maybe all three? 
I think it it helps you hiring a guy with versus somebody who may be an up and comer or something. This guy's very well established, obviously, and can you know throw down a piece of paper with a list of guys that that are playing in the NFL that he coach that he coached. So I would think that uh, that's going to help. Although we know one thing, we hear Sam Pittman say it all the time: recruiting is about relationships, and yep. these guys have all formed relationships with Loggins. Yep. Now they've also formed relationship with Sam Pittman and Kendall yes. Bryles and right. uh, and have been to Arkansas. I mean, when I was covering spring football last year, I would see Luke has it. I feel like you know every other practice, and he also has family connections to, to Arkansas. So. There's connections both ways. I would Easter, you know, he's from Arkansas. I know he loves Dow Loggins too. Uh, that is a long way away. Um, South you know, Carolina, it's, yeah, yeah. It's and it's you know it's USC, but it's not. If it was the other USC and he you know gone there, then maybe I'd be like, oh okay, that might be a little concerned. But I don't know that that's. I don't know if that's going to shake out that way or not. I mean, you never know what what these guys think. You know, he no. may. It may be something that he wants to do. He may want to get away, you know, um, or he may want to stay in state and represent his home state. You, you yeah. just not, you never know. And I'm not the primary recruiting guy, but it it does seem like a, you know, pretty good distance away from home. Does you just said a program Turner's you wouldn't make, consider to be like on another level from Arkansas or anything? By the way, you said Turner's going to make three twenty-five or three fifty, whatever it is. He was living in Palo Alto, California. If yeah. he was making a half a million there, he's making yeah. more money at Arkansas. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, I don't know if it's the ideal time to, to buy a house in, in Fayetteville. but uh, It's better than yeah. owning one in Palo it's, it's Alto and trying to sell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And maybe he has one to sell there. That would be nice. Uh, Trey, in regards to Coach Turner making these home visits, is Coach Pittman, is he accompanying Coach Turner as he makes these home visits? I, I realize the yeah, it was head coach with, is limited was, on how many home visits he can make. Yeah, it was Browse with Haz today. So I, I, I think it's him and, and Browse that are that are going around right now together. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, all right, oh, wise one, after you were so uh, on target with uh, Morgan Turner as the tight end coach, I looked at your uh, defensive coordinator hot board, and it's actually from the 14th. And one of those on that board we need to remove. That's Zach Arnett, who's taken now the head coaching job at the University of Mississippi State. So who is the uh, hot candidate right now that you feel uh, for the defensive coordinator for Arkansas? I don't know that I feel there's a hot candidate right now. I think there's somebody, but we just haven't come across it yet and i've been digging like i always do uh, but just haven't come across that name i have not really firmly linked brian williams the maryland defensive coordinator i have not firmly linked him to arkansas right now Uh, there was some discussion i was talking to a guy i know in maryland who said that it does it feels like he has not been out recruiting and that's usually Mm -hmm. you know that's usually a flag uh but I'm just – I can't piece it together enough to say, like, this is the guy right now. I mean, I'm keeping my eye on it. And, if you know, if you go – I ch- went and checked out the Maryland message boards and the idea of that, because they're obviously talking about it, they see our hot board stuff, uh, scares them because they don't want to lose him. That's usually a good sign when, you know, the fans for another school don't want to lose the coach. So – but I can't 
I can't I can't put it together right now. So I wouldn't say that he would be the guy right now. Uh, I know that we would all. You know, it feels like all right with Dow Loggins moving on. It feels like Sam Pittman had a you know had his guy. You know what I mean? It, it happened pretty quickly with hiring Turner. It feels like that was something he kind of maybe even knew he was going to do as maybe the Dow Loggins thing was unfolding. And I think Ron Roberts was their guy at defensive coordinator. And so I don't know if it was a situation where they, you know, felt like that was going to happen and then it didn't and it's kind of a reset deal. And who knows, Zach Arnett may have been the guy for him. You know, I, I don't know that either. But, you know, it, it, it doesn't feel like, yeah, we know Barry's leaving. We've got our guy here. You know what I mean? We, mm-hmm. we know who exactly who we're going after. Or or maybe they, maybe the guy's in the NFL. You know, if it's an NFL guy, then it's definitely going to take longer because it, it always does. Um, so I think people get their minds wrapped around that there's five coaches out there who are acceptable and forget about that there's a lot of coaches out there and sometimes somebody you didn't think about well, you're like, oh, well, that guy's, you know, he would be a perfect fit. You know, I didn't think about him. Um, and we're, you know, obviously it's hard to go after every school and every NFL team and, and go through every single mm-hmm. roster and say, hmm, this guy could be a fit, you know. And, but um, I'm sure that guy's out there, and we'll see. When it happens, it'll it'll happen. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to say it. But right now I don't, I don't feel strong about any particular candidate. So you're not expecting any kind of announcement tomorrow at Sam Pittman's press conference? I'm not. That doesn't mean he won't do it, but I'm not at this point. Yeah. All right, let's uh, talk with uh, Brandon. Brandon, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir. How are y'all doing this afternoon? Man, doing great. How about you? I can't complain. I had a quick question. It was, um, I was talking with my brother today. We talked about Deion Sanders, you know, how he's just taking the coaching job at Colorado. This isn't I'm a not quick pushing. question. You're telling a story. <laughs> well, sorry about that. Well, you know, let's get into it. <laughs> I'll cut All right. cake. Build, build it up. Um, let's hear it. <laughs> I ain't pushing, trying to put Sam out the door. You know, I love him to death. After he, like, I hope he retires at Arkansas, me personally. But do you think Dion would be a uh, prime next head coach for us? And I'll hang up. Arkansas with missed you. the window. Oh, if wow. They were going to hire Dion Sanders. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's only five years younger than Sam Pittman. So you figure if Sam, let's say he retired at Arkansas at sixty-four, sixty-five, then Sanders is going to be sixty or sixty-one years old. So uh, I don't know. And plus, let's see how he does at Colorado. I think he'll yeah. do okay. I think so. But yeah, yeah. You sometimes. You, you think somebody's going to be great, and they aren't. I mean, it happens right. all the time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if Arkansas – you know, it's funny. I, I So I reported this, guys, during the coaching search that Hunter Juracek had met with Deion Sanders and was almost laughed off my website. People did not believe me. And then a couple of months later, I think some national news organization reported it or something and <laughs> I treated it like it was breaking news. And I was like, hey – <laughs> everybody everybody laughed at me when I reported this. Um, but, yeah, that was the time. And you couldn't – I don't know that you could hire him, you know, in the SEC at that point. Like I said, people laughed at me like, you got to be kidding me. Get out of here with that, you know. Um, and now 
fast forward a couple of years, and everybody's like, wow, we missed our chance. <laughs> well, when he talked to Dion, it was before the craze in NIL money. Yes. Now, you'd look at him and say, whoa, <laughs> he could be connected with any company in America. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's going to get players at Colorado, and Colorado doesn't have near the resources that Arkansas does, not even close. I mean, their facilities right. are half as good at best. Yeah. At best, yes. But in an interesting, he told the players there that they were far superior to what Jackson State had and that they didn't appreciate what they had at Colorado, but Jackson State's players would love it. About probably oh, yeah. 20 of them are coming with him, I'm guessing. I'm sure Jackson State's meeting room probably had, well, I don't know, I don't know that, but I know, like, there's a lot of programs out there. You know, you look at Arkansas's team meeting room, and it's got a, you know, electronic divider wall where they can bring the whole team together or separate them offense, defense, just really, really nice. Yeah. But there are teams that are, you know, smaller that compete on – the FBS level that, you know, you're looking at bringing in foldable chairs, you know. I mean, it's not everywhere has facilities like, like Arkansas does. And, you know, Colorado's has really nice facilities, and maybe 20 years ago they would have been considered top-notch. But, you know, obviously we're kind of in an arms race right now with, with facilities and have been. Trey, speaking of um, uh, Colorado and uh, Neon Dion, Coach Prime, he released from his scholarship C.J. Turner from our Asher Record Service Company Live Feed and Feedback. Mike says, what can you tell us about C.J. Turner from Star City? I mean, I remember the name, but I don't, I don't remember Arkansas pursuing him. I don't think Arkansas did at that point yeah. in time. Yes, I think you're correct. But He's, uh, a, he's um, coming up. This class? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I remember his name. I just don't I don't remember Arkansas being associated. I don't either. Let's talk with uh, Keith. Keith, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I read on a report here that uh, Barry Odom hired Bobby Petrino as his OC out there at UNLV. Did you hear that? James Shebest is his tight ends yeah. coach. Yeah. Shocked. Who is? Who is? Shebest. Yeah. Oh, really? How about yep. that? Yep. Getting getting some former yeah. Razorbacks back together. Yeah. You know, Bobby Petrino, I don't know what FCS level head coaching jobs pays, but it, it can't be more than I, – I, it can't be that much, you know. And I'm sure that it's probably a bit of a raise for him. And, I mean, Bobby Petrino can call offense. There's no question. In fact, I'm, sh I'm surprised that Petrino – a long time ago didn't take like a NFL offensive coordinator job because, you know, that's not a guy that's necessarily in the limelight in front of the media all the time. And they don't care that much what you did <laughs> in your past, you know, if you're, if you're an NFL OC, you know, so, but uh, I think it's, if you want to win football games, then that that's not a bad hire at all. No, good. Yeah, well, I, in my mind, you know, Petrino's probably got a three- to five-year plan. You know, do well and excel out there at UNLV, and then he's got to be considered, you know, because it'll be long enough. He's got to be considered for a head coaching job somewhere at FBS program. Well, yeah, he's 61 old years old. 
He's 61 Al, years old. 61. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, so I think he probably gonna, has quicker yeah. than a three- to five-year plan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If he wants to be a head coach. Yeah, I just, I just thought it's blown away. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to be kind of invested in UNLV now. I'm going to watch them play and see what they do. There are, you and there me are, both. I'll yeah. say this, too. There Thank are, you, Keith. There are tons of people in their 60s that are lively, obviously. Oh, absolutely. You never expect it. However, absolutely. the thought process of most ADs out there now are to hire a coach who's the next big thing up-and-comer. Everybody wants up-and-comer. And that's true in coordinator searches and everything. Um, so I'm just saying, it's it, uh, to me, it would be hard for a school on the Power 5 level to, you know, just hire a, a guy who might be 65. Would you guys not agree with that? I guess we're out of luck, Rick. <laughs> coaching days are I, I don't think, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> okay. the band has passed us by. All right, let's yeah. squeeze in real quick. Uh, wow, deplorable guy. Deplorable guy, you have a question <laughs> or comment for Trey. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Trey, I love the podcast. Uh, I was Thanks. just wondering, like, maybe, I, I'm not sure what the motivation behind it might be, but if you think maybe just out of, like, respect, maybe. I'm still keeping hopes for Jim Leonard and maybe just keeping it quiet until after his bowl game or whatnot, maybe so they don't have a bunch of players jump ship or whatever the reason it might be. Just Because we've already seen just in the short time with Pittman, I mean, he's got his hands everywhere. The guy's communicating. It's not like it's just a lost search out there. Something's going on, I think, and I was just wondering if you think that might be a possibility. I do not. I think that that was they reached out, but I don't think anything happened. I, they reached out before the uh, Ron Roberts situation, and so no. But at the same time, I mean, I feel like Alabama reached out to Nick Saban over and over and over again before he finally said yes. <laughs> so uh, just because you say no once doesn't mean you can't come back. But I, I think that's I think that's probably an extreme long shot. Thank you, deplorable guy. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.